You dirty bastard. I have still yet to try smoke wagon. And you're sitting here on this, sipping it right in front of me. Uh, you know, always like to dangle the carrot in front of the jackass. How is it? Good. All right. People say that. I have yet to experience it. I hear there's going to be a really dressed up 12-year coming out pretty soon. It's going to have some uh, aftermarket modifications is the word on the street. So how are you, my friend? Let's get into the cold open. I'm good, man. I, you know, I, I think for once... This is one of those few times where I can punt the ball to you, knowing that you're going to give the better delivery than I am, uh, you know, based on a a brief phone call before our Buffalo Trace pick. All I'm going to say is I heard the phone ringing. I was asleep in a different room. I assumed it just rang itself out. However, there apparently was another story involved. Absolutely, there was. So I was driving. Now, you had gone up and you had stayed the night at an Airbnb with Tom and Benton. And that's all that I knew was there. Just Tom and Benton and you and me, the Wolfpack, riding around Kentucky doing barrel picks. I uh, got up at four in the morning and was driving up to Kentucky. And so I called you to let you know that I was probably about a half an hour out. And at this point, it's ringing, it's ringing. And then a woman picks up the phone and she goes, hello? I didn't say anything for about 20 seconds because I'm like, why is a woman picking up Zeke's phone? I'm like, (laughs) what the hell happened last night in Kentucky? I'm like, holy crap. I don't want to deal with all of this. Like there's a lot of downstream ramifications here that I just was not prepared to deal with getting up at four in the morning and driving to Kentucky. So I had about a 20 second pause and I was like, hello, is Zeke there? And she's like, oh, I think he's either sleeping or in the shower. And now I'm like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) And then come to find out it was Tom's wife that I had no idea was actually there for the barrel pick and and there just spending time with Tom getting out of Chicago. But she picked up your phone and it left me pretty befuddled for about a good two minutes. Hey man, I would have loved to see the look on your face. <laughs> I almost drove my car off the road. <laughs> Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me as always is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Now, I have to say, before I even let you talk, the other big surprise when I went on the barrel pick is that the mustache is back. A lot of people in the Dad's Drinking Bourbon group have been calling for the mustache for about a year because it's been about a year since you had it. I will say I really enjoy this one because your other incarnation of the mustache was more like a walrus. And this one is more Doc Holiday. And I think the Doc Holiday suits you much, much better. I'm your Huckleberry. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm, I'm stashing it out these days, uh, getting strange looks from people everywhere I go. It kind of works. You have a mask on at work. Nobody's going to see it anyway. I know. The the only thing I really hate, um, you know, I can't, you know, pull the Stevie move and drop a mullet in the back end too. (laughs) I like it just the way you are. You are very Val Kilmer and Tombstone. I absolutely think you're Doc Holliday right now. I mean, I'm not going to knock that comparison. It was always one of my favorite characters uh, as a kid, you know, wanted to be a cowboy. 
I think it fits your personality very well, the whole Doc Holiday mystique. <laughs> and I'm a doctor. I mean, shit. More so than the dude. I think you are more Doc Holiday than the dude. Oh, no way. <laughs> get the F out of here, man. So much going on. Before we get into what is going on and what we're drinking, I want to let you know today's show is sponsored by CashCartel.com, changing the industry standard in how you get your alcohol. They are like the Amazon and the spirits industry, so they will hook you up with merchants that will send liquor, whiskey, gin, rum, vodka, tequila, whatever it is, directly to your door. It is totally a convenience play. Obviously, their prices are going to be a little more expensive as they're an online retailer and you don't have to do the hunt thing. You don't have to go find or sit in a raffle. So your pappy will be more expensive, but your daily drinkers will be right on par and you can get them shipped directly to your door. You can find it at cascartel.com. You can find them on Instagram at cascartel. They're always doing awesome giveaways to their followers. So go ahead and check them out. You never know if you're going to get a sample of something pretty good sent to your door as well. But Zeke, there is so much going on. I'm very, very, very pleased to announce our friends over at Penelope are going to be coming into the Tennessee market here very shortly. So that is one big thing that's going on. Our friend Alex Castle down at Old Dominic has been doing awesome things. They just got a wheat whiskey in as well as a blend of straight whiskeys that they just released this week. Those are MGP distillate, but it was cooked according to their recipe. So I think their wheat is like 83% wheat or something like that. Check that out. There's so many things that we are behind on reviewing, and I finally feel energized right now. We got to go through this whole line. We have Chattanooga Rye. We have the Old Fit Spring Release. We got some stuff from Rabbit Hole. We have Legion. We have some other stuff that's on its way to us. I think we got to bring some interviews back here soon so you're not just stuck talking to me the whole time. But it is an exciting time for us right now because I feel like the fog has been lifted in whiskey and things are finally starting to be clear again. I mean, one thing is for certain here, Edwards. What's that? No days off. Absolutely. Whatever you do in life, being a dad, uh, doing the podcast, especially working out, no days off or just you know picking and blending whiskey too that too or you trolling me i know you are a firm believer of no days off on that all sorts of things like that it's a no days off mantra those are words to live by i mean i think i'm on five barrels in the past four weeks now you have been on a roll you had bullet you just did a maker's mark yesterday for elixir spirits down in spring hill tennessee you picked the Buffalo Trace with me. What were the other two? Three barrels of Nashville Barrel Co. Rye for two private groups. And there might have been something else. Should so that's six. <laughs> I know somebody's like, what have you been picking lately? I'm like, dude, I don't even remember, to be honest with you. Like, I have to write it down. I'm not even trying to be an ass. Well, I am glad that you're getting out there. I'm glad I was able to go see you at Buffalo Trace and do a pick. But we're talking about a, a distillery today that is near buffalo trace it is in lawrenceburg kentucky and that is wild turkey and this was one of the ones that we have anticipated all year but naturally with everything going on we were delayed in getting some and that is rare breed rye well and i'll throw this tidbit out there too before we dive in because if not i will forget it i'm 99 sure after the pick back on friday a few of us did swing by the gift shop just to see what they had if you're familiar with the old what they call the wedgewood decanter 
think that was back early 80s. I mean, it's a really beautiful piece. They're actually selling those in the gift shop for about 70 or 80 bucks. I grabbed one. They uh, apparently found some in a warehouse, decided once I'd already had a, a, a bird or their turkey etched on it, they went back and added wild turkey to the other. And you can look at the stoppers and, and tell these things are authentic. It's lead crystal, which albeit probably not safe for anybody for long-term uh, sitting of juice, but you know, events here and there, it's fine. And uh, even more so, it's got the one-off of having a sticker that said made in Yugoslavia, which apparently is not even a country anymore. It was part of the Eastern Bloc. Did you get me one? Did you send me $80? I would have. You were like, hey, there's this really cool thing at Wild Turkey. You want one? Well, we'll work on that for next time. All right, next time. So we are talking about rare breed rye and Rye has almost had a little resurgence over at Wild Turkey, and maybe Bruce had something to do with it because he is such a rye guy, but they actually didn't start their production of rye at Wild Turkey until the 1970s, which is something that you might not be aware of, Zeke. And Rare Breed Rye hit in Oregon first before the rest of the country. At 112.2, it is the only barrel-proof rye at Wild Turkey. Cornerstone came close, but it was not actual barrel-proof like Rare Breed is. This is non-chill filtered, and it is a blend of four, six, and eight years. I got that information by going to our friend Rare Bird 101's website, and I found it was only fitting that I drink this Rare Breed rye sample from my Rare Bird 101, Glenn Karen. And also, he has a book. David Jennings has a book out right now about wild turkey that you should all go to Amazon and get. Well, all righty then. A lot of information. I'm amped up today. I, I can tell. I'm surprised you're even sitting down right now. I'm Being ready to that. get out of my chair. Bench jacked up, like standing there pounding the keyboard, doing some squats or some shit while we were talking. No days off. Well, it, admittedly, though, I, I did take a day off this morning. I was pretty well uh, worn down to the crisp. I dropped the kids off at school. I came home. I looked at the sofa. The sofa said, yeah, buddy, come on over here. <laughs> I woke up about noon. Not going to lie. It felt amazing. I am very jealous. But what did you think about this rare breed rye? Rare breed rye. We actually got this at the gift shop and, um, you know, popped it in the parking lot, white trash style, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when in Rome. But so moving through this, for the nose, I came up with a pretty good assortment, I felt like. Started out with wintergreen, then definitely picked up some clove and baking spice. If you kind of dive and get the nose a little further in there and dig in, it, it's got a cooling effect. And I find this with some rise. Generally speaking, I feel like it's normally in the Kentucky rise or low rye rise, more so than the high rye, but I have had it in both. It's just I get it in some of the rise, and I, for whatever reason, it just gives that like cooling sensation. I don't know if it's like an olfactory thing from uh, Wrigley's gum or some shit. Who knows? After that, kind of on the opposite side of the coin, it really also had just a little hints of um, you know confection sugar over caramel. That's fair. For the nose, for me, I would say it was light and sweet. There was almost like a lemon iced tea. And then got the clove, got the wintergreen, a little bit of carrot. I think the nose was just so sweet. And it wasn't heavy for a high proofer, for a barrel proof. It was just such a light, sweet nose. I know I said that over and over, and that's the least descriptive thing I said. But that lemon iced tea, clove, a little bit of wintergreen. Yeah, I think something... Neither one of us mentioned, but from what I understand, both of us probably are in the same boat. For barrel proof, there's no alcohol singe on this whatsoever. 100%. You are 100% right on that. Uh, 
think we both kind of overlooked that just because it wasn't there. It didn't pop any of our heads. But, you know, barrel proof, normally you get at least some of that little expansion of the nostrils toward the back end where, ooh, <laughs> a little bit of booze in there. Yeah, not, it not was hard. like nosing something that's 90 proof. Yeah. What did you get on the taste, my friend? Immediately a, a spice and tingle just coat the entire palate. Then I picked up, um, I put down orange zest. I think it could easily go with your, you know, nosing note of lemon zest as well. But it's definitely, you know, whichever one of those citrus fruits you want to go with. It's just got that zest and zeal to it. Toward the back end, it really kind of moved into, I put down a leather finish. Could be an oak or a wood kind of thing too, depending on what you want to pick up or, or what just popped in your head first. It definitely is drying and hangs. There was no Kentucky hug literally nothing beyond the palate, but the singe hangs on the tongue, which I think was kind of novel. And something I noticed, you know, revisiting this a couple of times, it has a, a dryness to that finish that just pulls you back in and kind of subconsciously you want to taste more. And I think that's something, you know, you and I probably, uh, you know, overlook or, or don't take the time to note when it's there a fair amount of the time, but especially talking to store owners, folks that, uh, you know, make and sell the stuff. They're like, no, no, that, that's one of those subtle qualities that you don't taste it, but folks notice it. They drink more, they buy more. This is a subtle thing you want in whiskey, even though it's never on paper. I am shocked right now as to how similar our notes were for this, because this does not happen often. And maybe this is being apart from you kind of pulls us together. The only difference I would say the taste, I said rye bread kind of in the very beginning, then just a whole bunch of orange, slight vanilla. It has a nice mouth coating. The second it gets past the very tip of your tongue, like that rye bread, orange, vanilla, that's only on the very tip. And then it's a spice bomb of pepper, cinnamon, spice. Your tongue tingles. That that tingle just lingers. That spice lingers. I totally agree with you. It makes you want to go back and sip it more. There's a little bit of leather and oak in there. And the funny thing is if you let it sit for a few minutes, it's almost like a mint that remains in your mouth. The spice, once that subsides, there's a little bit of mint there. Huge, just packed full of spicy flavor. The nose does not match the palate on this. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, but you take a sniff of this and you're like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. And then you taste that sip and you're like, oh, that is exactly what I was expecting on this. Yeah, I don't know if um, the Kentucky hang is a thing compared to the Kentucky hug, but if so, like, this has the hang. It, it just sits there on the palate really good toward the back. And, and like I say that that dryness, it, it's a subconscious thing, but look, eh, let me get a little bit more of that. Let me, let me try. I'll get a little bit more. Yeah. I'll, one more time. But there is absolutely nothing in my chest for being a yeah. barrel proof whiskey. It does not touch my chest at all. All the actions happening in your mouth. What's the mash on this? Did you say it did not say wish well, I knew. Oh, so we don't know the turkey mash in general for rye? I don't know the turkey mash in general for rye. That guy fail number one. Now, I think if people wanted us to know, it would have been readily available. I got to talk to my people. All I know, it is a blend of four, six, and eight years straight rye whiskeys. It's non-show filtered, but does not say what the mash is. Gotcha. 
It's not one of those sippers that you sit there and go, oh, I'm going to have a smooth sipper tonight. That is the last thing I would put for this. But man, is it just chocked full of a bunch of different flavors. It'll wake you up if you need it. If you slept on your couch until noon and you woke up and you're like, I need something and I don't drink coffee, take a sip of this. I mean, I can't confirm or deny that, but it does sound like a good idea at least. I have them every once in a while. So anyways, this comes in at 60 bucks. What do you think, my friend? I think it's a buy. I got a bottle from the gift shop Friday. I enjoy it. I don't know if it's ever my like immediate go-to grab kind of pour, but for anyone that enjoys a rye, this would be one of the first things I would reach for and saying, hey, what do you want to pour of? Oh, I want a rye. Well, let's start here. I think this is a, a, a fair starting point to to see where we want to go. I am 100% with you that it is a buy. And you know, for me, I like having a little bit of variance in the rye. I don't like having the same mash bill all the time. I like being able to go to different ones, taste different things. I'm not saying it's going to be something I'm going to drink every day, but it is a mainstay just as rare breed bourbon will be on my shelf forevermore. True story, bro. <laughs> Anyways, we are both a buy. You can get the official Dad's Drinking Bourbon Glencairn glass by going to premiumbarproducts.com. You can also get custom laser etched glassware there as well as cool bar tools. They have that little perfect dram. It is my favorite glass right now. It is a two or three ounce glass. I forget off the top of my head, but it's kind of like a mini Glen, but it's different. And I love the thing. I'm pretty sure it's three ounces. And uh, you could get that at premiumbarproducts.com. If you have a bigger order, if you are a bourbon group or you're a store or you're a distillery and you have more of a wholesale order, reach out to me. I'll get you in touch with them and we can work out something for you that is great prices for awesome laser etch glassware at a wholesale level. But go to premiumbarproducts.com if you want to get something like the stash is back written on a Glen for Zeke. You can do that at premiumbarproducts.com. Or we're selling rides for $5. Or this is not Kaysen's glass. Whatever it is, you could get that at premiumbarproducts.com. Every once in a while, I say something that really gets Zeke. I was laughing at myself. I know, because you did it. Bad when you laugh at your own joke and nobody understands what the joke is, but we will save that for another day. The folks can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. Chances are you already have because you're listening right now. Please leave us an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. We're still here, people. Live and kicking. Cheers. Ciao.